0: Yes, welcome to the NBA panel. Today I'm joined by NBA veteran Tony Snell. Tony, what's going on, bro?
1: Good, how you doing?
0: Everything's good good. How's the experiencing um, on GV going? You with a great a great organization in Maine Celtics. You said what? How's was experiencing in G. going? You with a great um organization in Maine Celtics.
1: I just love hooping, man. This is definitely a great organization. I'm, I just love the hoop. I'm glad to be hooping again.
0: Yes, I to like look, the NBA, you know better than me. <laughs> um, take us back to um the college, days, New Mexico, a little bit. How was that experience for you?
1: you? Repeat that one time.
0: How was your experience um, in college, your college experience, playing for New Mexico?
1: Oh, it was good. You know, it helped me become a, a boy to a man. It was a great uh, growing period for my time. And like all my everybody who's part of my journey, you know, helped me grow on and off the court. It's a great experience. Um,
0: on the court-wise, how did it help you prepare for the NBA?
1: Uh, well, in Mexico, it like a – got me prepared. For, it's kind of like a NBA team down there. It was, like, very big. Still to this day, it's a very big basketball program team. So it helped me prepare for not on but off the court attention as well. So it was a really good growing experience. Okay.
0: Um, how was it for you playing organized basketball? Um, but how that help shape your game to go to the NBA? I don't ask that question, but like playing organized basketball on a higher level, how did that help you like get that two nose down packed?
1: Well, it helped me just you know, play against people people that's, you know, higher in the competition, you know, the competition is at a higher level than usual and it just helped me to, you know, play against the best of the time. And just helped me to just grow from every day with my teammates. You know, back then they'll tell you I was a mute, but they helped me you right. know, open open up a little bit more. You know, they helped me um, just grow that in, in places I never imagined. You know, being able to talk a little bit more than usual, right. um, just communicating and, and building that brotherly family kind of bond, which is you know some some that I never experience before, but it was definitely a good experience.
0: Yeah, communication is very important, especially on the floor. Um, tell us from NBA perspective, how important is it having great communication on the floor, calling out screens, picks?
1: Uh, I think it's it's a game changer of, of basketball, period. It not only lets your teammates know you have any backs, but also lets the opponents know that, you know, the team you're playing against is a unit. And it's right. hard to be the team that's that looks like a unit play as a unit rather than just one on one or two on two you know when you when you have a a team that's constantly communicating all the plays they kind of kind of pose a threat to the opposing right. team like they know they know the plays they they playing together they playing the unit even if they make a couple buckets it's like a, it's a it's it's tough you know throughout the game throughout the whole season you're not gonna be the team that's you know, constantly unit, it's kind of hard to beat that kind of team. In
0: 2013, you were drafted by the Bulls. Um, Everyone's draft experience is different. Um, For you, what stuck out for yours? What do you know the most about your draft experience?
1: Um, No, throughout my draft experience, it was – I I, I had like 20 workouts, so I get to see uh, different kind of uh, practice facilities, different kind of organizations. It was just a great experience to be able to work out with the guys I worked out with and being picked with the Bulls, that whole journey with, you know, having D-Rose coming back from his knee injury, you know, playing one-on-ones when I'm getting him right while I'm also getting right. And, you know, Jimmy Butler was on the rise. You know, being around him, his work ethic, you know, had a lot of great vets like Carlos Boozer, Taj Gibson, Luol Dane, you know, Mike Dunleavy, Kirk Heinrich. It was a lot. Of, I was blessed with a lot of good vets who just showed me the way how to how to uh, you know be a pro. And having uh, having Coach Thibodeau with his defensive mindset mentality yeah. helped helped me. You know, you know, really stick on defense first, and then, and offense take care of itself. So that I, I was definitely blessed with a good group of group of people in that organization. Yes, you were.
0: Um, Doing the draft experience, the draft process. How important is it to be drafted to a great organization? How does that help your growth as a player going to the NBA?
1: Oh, it helped a lot. It, it helps you know building championship habits. You know, they, they uh, you know, being the playoffs. You know, you building playoffs slash championship habits, trying to be as a unit as a team. Whereas you know, some some team some players grow in, you know, to bad bad losing teams, they build in losing habits. So it was, just, it was important for me to to go in a good situation where I'm building winning habits and championship habits. So, you know, I was very fortunate to, to have those kind of experiences with those guys.
0: Um, Right now you're in a position where you have young guys, guys looking at you, looking up to you and what you've done. How's it for you being in a position now, knowing that you're just in a position you told me about going into with Derek Rose and company?
1: Oh it's different now it's like now i'm not a i'm not a mute i'm i i talk way more than i used than I used to you oh, know yeah. being a, a one of the oldest players on the team but I, I still feel young i have a lot of knowledge i have a lot of experience and i and I teach a lot of the young guys on the team you know what to look for I'm always in their ear always encouraging them to see what's on the court. I'm just like way more vocal than i ever imagined so it's it's, it's a different feel, but it's a great feeling because I have a lot of, a lot of experience, and uh, i just just happy to help my teammates grow with me.
0: Um, how's it playing alongside Denzel Valentine? You guys made a way one-two punch on the floor.
1: Oh yeah, we um, I was with him for a little bit in the training camp before I got traded to the to the uh, to the Bucks. So you know it was kind of funny. It's, it's a small world. You just never know right. what's gonna happen. And it's, yes. you know, it came full circle. It was really good to play alongside of him and you know help help him grow as well. We just helping each other grow. And it's just a small world. You just never know.
0: Definitely, you really don't. You really don't. Um, you play your positions include shooting guard and small four. How's it for you being a position a positionist player and being. Not the trend, but being with the group of the NBA, because NBA has grown so much.
1: Oh, it's it's grown tremendously. I, I know it's like like more of an offensive type league now, where it's like shorter shot clock. But I always have that defensive mindset, you know, to you know take take defense. I take defense with a lot of pride, and just being versatile, just guard one through four. Right or maybe one through five. If I had to, I wouldn't mind. Grow. It would be it would be tough, but I'll make it as tough as possible for the opponent. Right. Just being versatile on the floor, you know, using my shooting as you know, a weapon to to space the floor out, and just just being versatile overall.
0: For any players, young players coming up to the NBA, trying to make the NBA or the G League to get to the NBA, what would you tell them? The importance of being a positionless player, as you are. Because you all know different match-ups, especially in the playoffs, match-ups are everything.
1: Yeah, just knowing, knowing the personnel, knowing the, the opponents you're you going against, uh, nutrition, you know, when I got to the league, you know, I really had to change my nutrition. Longevity is, is a huge thing. Whatever you put in your body, is the results you'll get, whether it's good or bad, you put bad stuff in your body, you'll get bad results, you get aches and pains. So just being able to... You know, your body is your own investment. So whatever you put in it is uh is very important. And you know, even even like doing recovery work, you got like all the little things that you that you want your body to reach its full potential to play your best game. Uh right. so coming to the league is uh, for the young guys I said just you know, you gotta make sacrifices of you know, not eating so much sweets as a sacrifice you gotta you gotta take in order to be great to make sure your body's in full capacity to to reach its best.
0: I'm just still living a dream. A lot of people are trying to reach. Um, what drives you and what drove you to get to the point you are right now? Like, what's the biggest motivator? My biggest motivator? Yes.
1: Oh, get an NBA ring. That, that's that's all I care about. I, I don't care about nothing else. I, I'll do anything it takes to get there. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to to have an NBA championship ring next to my name. That would be I'll be man, just lost for words. I'm I'm really doing it for that. You know, I, I love this game. Right. I like if I didn't love this game I wouldn't be able to be playing this. I, I absolutely love this game. Everything about it, the good, the bad, everything that comes with it. I I genuinely love this game and I really do it just to get that championship ring. Yeah,
0: you love to do what's never work. <laughs> it's never worked. You gotta love what you do. Definitely. Um what, who you on the court? Um, what players took out in your mind? Like when you when you messed up with them, like you were you were like shell shocked a little bit, maybe? I Maybe at the NBA any players you lined up against.
1: Oh, I mean, my first game was against LeBron James in Miami
0: that at, a ring, cer- at, at <laughs> ring
1: ceremony. So I got my I got my shell My stars struck out the way early. Yeah, you know, be, be able to sit there and watch them get their rings. I mean I mean we was in the in the locker room but it was like ring ceremony where they got their rings in Miami. It was crowd was loud as hell. It was it was I mean I pretty much got all my starstruckness out th- the way that that early, but like, you know, playing against other superstars, I, it was like damn, I'm here but I wasn't as star struck as I was in the Miami game. So right. Yeah, it's just I I got all that out of the way the first game. After that, it was like, oh damn, I'm with Paul George. Oh, I'm with Kawhi Leonard. Oh damn, I'm with Paul Pierce. Oh, I'm with this such and such. You know, just yeah, you know. But playing at the same time, like I'm on I'm on the same court as them as well, so right. I want to showcase my skills.
0: Right. Yeah, like you said, that's a good way to break it in. But he that was a, that was a show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that, that was. That yeah. was crazy. I mean, That's one one experience
1: I'll never forget.
0: Yeah, um, what any players you looked up to as you were coming up?
1: Is that what? Were
0: there any players you looked up to as you were growing? Like, watching could on TV? Any players you like? Man, what's like your game after? Oh, like? Jordan,
1: Michael Jordan. Same here.
0: here. I never played. <laughs> I'm from
1: I'm from I'm from L.A. Man, <laughs> yeah. and you know, usually it'd be the Lakers, but I, I was. Jordan still to this day is number one, forever, forever number one. I'm, like, I've I watched all his Jordan tapes. I watched, I mean, the VCR days where, you know, it takes like 10 minutes to rewind all the way to the beginning. Yeah. You know, the Kids don't know that these days. I was on the VCR days watching multiple Jordan tapes, knowing them by heart, going to the parks, trying, trying to act like I'm Jordan out there and just, you know, he, he – he doesn't know that he, he changed my life. You know, helped me stay off the streets, stay out of trouble. I always wanted to be like MJ, and, and I'm dark and I'm dark
0: skinned like him. That's part of why I was gravitated towards him. <laughs> yeah, Mike was a great influence. A lot of people, a whole lot of people. Yeah, um, being from California, um, California and New York have a lot of great basketball players. What it about those two states or state and country? <laughs> yeah, those two states.
1: Oh, just. You know the competitiveness of of both of the states. You know, both of the states are very competitive. Both of the states are a lot of dogs in there. You know, they 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 gonna they gonna test your pride. They are gonna test your skills. You know, they're gonna, they are gonna they can smell from a mile away who who's the dog on the court, who's not on the dog, and you know, going playing. I I grew up playing street ball. I was like a street ball guy, watching all the N1 tapes and all that stuff, right. and I was just being able to, you know not backing down from nobody. I think that's growing up from L.A., going to different parks, different hoods, just just playing the game I love. You know, I really just – I do it for the love of the game. I don't do it for nothing else. And it kept, and it kept me out of trouble as well. You know, going down the streets, you'll hear gunshots. But I always walked around with a basketball in my hand, and everybody knew who who I was. Really just, just a guy trying to make it out, trying to find a way.
0: That's another thing for players coming up and play, current players. How important is it to stay focused and lot in? Because a lot of things come at you, no matter what you, no matter what you're trying to do in life. You're gonna have things kinda trying to kind of turn you off your um, off your path. But you gotta stay focused at all times.
1: Well, it's always gonna be things in life that's gonna distract you. You can't you can't let that uh, blindside you from the main prize that you're trying to achieve. And it's it's really really easy to you know get tempted to to get into that kind of environment where everybody's doing one thing it's easy to you know go with them whereas me I'm like I have a I have a bigger picture in my right. mind I got a bigger life ahead of me you know I, I always like I said Michael Jordan he's always a guy that I always wants to intimidate so my mindset was to stay in the gym stay locked in and go home my family stay out of trouble you know I, I really don't like going out that's that's never been my then my cup of tea going out. I mean, I, I'll do like team if the whole team's going out, like team bonding. Yeah, I'm cool with that. But I I don't like being around a lot of strangers. So it, it was for me. I wouldn't say it was easy, but I would say I, Michael Jordan really helped me just stay locked in on the gym and stay locked in on the school books. And doing homework just also helped me, you know, buy some time too, just to you know keep myself busy. But I always been the NBA, like whatever it took.
0: Um, as a player it's different. As as media looking at looking at NBA season is different from a player. Like this it it this NBA season is special. It's so much it's a log jam in both conferences. How's it for a player being in a tight race you know going but by going to the playoffs, knowing each win you can be six seed, two losses you got to the A C.
1: Every game, every game matters. That, that, that's the the whole mindset. You know, you can't take a possession off. Every like, literally, literally, every possession matters, and every every second counts. You want to make sure you, you know, bond as a unit on the court to you know to have the best chance of winning every possession. Even if you do mess up, you know, you have each other's backs. You know, trying to limit your mistakes as much as possible. Everybody's gonna make mistakes. But just learning from them and then just continue to move forward as a unit. I think that's important, you know. Even even with these this playoff seedings, you just you just never know. Anything can change in an instant.
0: So yes, you got to make uh, sure just,
1: just stay on the court and just you're the, the best you have.
0: Definitely. Definitely can't take any year for granted. I say that all the time. Watching the NBA, when you get to the finals, you can't take it for granted. You know, unless you get back to that point again.
1: Yeah, like, like I, 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 I can yeah, I made it. I made it. The farthest I've been was Eastern Conference Finals, once once with the Bucks and once with the Hawks. Right. And 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 like those those moments, you really you really just can't take for granted.
0: Definitely. Um, what do you still bring to a team? So when the call is called the call is going to come. What do you still to bring to a team? a okay, said, Team. Wait,
1: can you read that one more time.
0: I said what do you still bring to a championship team?
1: <clears throat> I can't hear you.
0: I said what do you still bring to a championship team?
1: What do I still gain from a team? Bring.
0: What do you still bring to a team?
1: Or oh, what do I bring to a team? Yeah,
0: yeah. What do you still bring?
1: Oh, I bring uh, I'm I'm a I'm a dog defensively. I am not a, I don't back down from nobody. I don't back down from no challenges. I bring my voice, experience, you know, I'm I have a lot of experience. I I communicate on and off the court. You know, I I bring shooting, shoot the ball really really well. You know, I, I can play make. I can I could I I can do a little bit of everything. But on the defensive side, I'm a dog. I, I don't back down from nobody. I make it tough every possession. That's 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 kind of guy I am. I, I take I take defense personally. I take it personal, and I take pride in that. I bring outside shooting as well,
0: and that's needed. A lot of players in NBA don't focus on defense, <laughs> and that's yeah, needed like, when, when the playoffs start. That's very needed
1: when the playoffs hits, Like yeah. I, I love, I love the playoffs because they let you play, and and uh, that's what, you know all the tic tac files. You know, they usually don't call all of those. So playoffs, I be, I think that's the best time of the year because they just let you play, and I, and I love that kind of environment. That's what I thrive for. That's what I I look forward to.
0: Yeah. Tony, thank you so much for your time, man. i definitely reach it in the future again. Thanks for your time, bro. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, that was NBA veteran Tony Snell. Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time.